The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from the wonderful streets of Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack for a special return guest edition of the Knapsack Files. This uh, gentleman is one of my favorite people in the world, and I now work with him. He's also been on the Knapsack Files and on my other podcast, Force Center, a few times because uh, not only is he great to talk to, often nowadays he is sitting to my left every day. It is Mark Yodi Riley. It's a pleasure being here, Ken. I enjoy the fact that you sit to my right. Yeah. And that we are working together, known each other many years now, many years of friendship. Now, the start of a work relationship. Yeah, and, and look, let's talk, let's start there. I, 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 you know, I don't have, I generally don't go into these interviews with any game plan, which is probably speaks to my level of uh, professionalism, but it does. L- let's start with you here. You and I have um, been friends for a few years, been looking for not just ways for us to work together, but for, you know, our career to get to places that we wanted it to, some some directions we didn't think would, we never thought we'd be working this job. But here we are at Collider Video, yeah. writing every day. And we can sometimes get caught up in the work of the work sure. and that this is a job. But Riley, this is damn fun. Yeah, it, it really is. And you said it, it. You forget sometimes, especially with Collider, we're, we're a small yet mighty crew, <laughs> and we have a lot on our plate. So yeah. sometimes you're working a lot, and the, the days can get long, and, and the hours can get longer, and you forget that, that oh, my God, though, because yeah. you just said it, and that's what always happens. We go, oh, yeah, we're yeah. working with our friends. Yeah, it's like when we've been working on some stuff that you guys, uh, if, you're, if you're Collider fans, have, have yet to see. It hasn't been released to the public, and we're really hopeful for it, and it's a project. It's, it's close to Riley and Josh McCougan and I's hearts, and mm. it was fun to, you know, to write it and make you guys laugh today, and you write one and make us laugh, and Josh writes one and makes us laugh, and that, that is an interesting, wonderful feeling. That's the best feeling in the world is when you're so, I mean, I look at you and McCougan and, mm-hmm. and, and most everybody here in awe because yeah. I, I think you guys are all just amazingly mm-hmm. talented. So, like you said, you read that piece of mine. Yeah. Makuga read it, fell off his, his exercise ball laughing. That was a badge of honor. Because we do have an exercise ball in the office. We sure do. Yeah. And then I was producing Movie Talk, and you texted me, and I said, I wrote back, that is high praise. Yeah. You said you spit la- you spit take. I had to clean my laptop because I spit out some food uh, laughing at a line that caught me off guard. I, I did it. And then, then I feel good. And so... To backtrack from that, though, so we're in a great spot, whether we believe it or not. And you sure. and I, you and I have a personality that can sometimes it needs to get its ass kicked to remind you that hey, we're doing something fun and good. Yeah. That three, four years ago when we first met, if we said hey, here's what you're going to be doing once Collider Video opens up as an opportunity, and again, that that wasn't something we thought existed a few years ago. Um, you know, now we're here, but uh, we need to be reminded every now and then. That yeah. speaks to our personalities. Uh, we really do. <laughs> we, we need to punch ourselves sometimes. Uh, you know, my wonderful girlfriend, Julie, yeah. could probably learn from – or I can learn from her, I should say. I was going to say, whoa, I'm not going to end this conversation. No, no, yeah, because she can smack me so many times. She calls yeah. me, you know, grumpy sometimes. And she's like, what are you yeah. upset about? And it's not that I'm upset. It's just, yeah, you, you said it. We kind of forget. Well, and, you know, people ask me now, like, hey, Ken, you left your day job and you, you had a great job at Screen Junkies. You left your clutter. How's it going? Things are good. I am trying to teach myself to say, good, because they are. I have a tendency to go, uh, uh, Yeah, I, I do it sometimes where th- there'll be days where I'm walking Cal, and it's 
on the beach. Yeah. And I go, wait a minute. I know my drive is long, and you yeah. know for, for a fact yeah. I bitch and moan a lot. You, have, you also have a long drive. It's a long <laughs> drive, but then I forget that there's a reason for this long drive. It's because yeah. I live with my girlfriend, who I adore, mm-hmm. and we, we need that halfway mark. But then you look around, it's like, okay, I'm living with my girlfriend. I love her yeah. to death. It's a nice apartment building. It's mm-hmm. on the beach. I got oh, a dog. I'm walking him. Got a great dog, Cal. I, I, and then I come to work, and I work with all my friends. Really, Riley, what the hell is wrong with you right. that you can't just look around and be excited? And I think it also – But I bring that yeah. up because I know we're always looking – Not we're not looking past what we're doing because we're – I believe yeah. we're very good at our job and yeah. we're, we're having fun. But we're always aware of what can we do better? What do we want to do next? Right. Where can we take our career to the next level? That's that's the fine line, though, walking. Yeah, that, well, that can be tough. Yeah, we, we need to learn the valuable lesson from uh, one of your heroes, which is which is is Yoda. Exactly. Um, who who warns Luke that your mind is you know, never on where you you are or what you are, are doing. Your, right. your mind's always elsewhere, Luke. Yes. And we can do that too. And that's one of the less lessons I'm trying to learn and apply to my life in this coming year mm-hmm. and beyond. Hopefully, it sticks. Yeah. Is is um, that perspective thing and. And looking around that like, hey, yeah, there's some days where we're up against some deadlines or mm-hmm. you hand in a script and it gets notes um, and you have to do a lot of changes that you don't maybe maybe you don't agree with, maybe you don't believe in or maybe you do and you're you, but you're still grumpy about it because it's like, well, that's my work. And that's the nature of the business. Uh, it's the nature of writing. Um, so we as humans can get caught up in that that mishmash of BS. Yeah. And then there's those days where you and I will turn to each other and be like, we just we just got to write a. A parody about Ray mm-hmm. on Ancestry.com. Love that. And, and then a great actress comes in and, and nails it, and we feel proud. And and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're all right. Yeah. And and to go back to the our humble beginnings when I first met you, mm-hmm. an instant kinship with you as you were produ- producing the Schmoes Domain show. Yeah. And I come in and, and, and get involved, and in I just remember getting to know you walking towards Buffalo Wild Wings after the show. A lot went down at Buffalo Wild Wings. A lot did. And then as the years (laughs) went on and we got more involved in building, helping Uh, build the Schmoes um, empire, as it were, and we're wanting more and we're wanting to get to do this. And then that turned into our, what we called our CEO calls. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because we would be driving home and we'd call one another to either talk about the business or talk about wanting to do something different or, you know, get out of the job that you're working security for years yeah, yeah. and you finally get out and go to screen junkies i was yeah. bopping around as as it's just so many different things i don't even know and to finally get to then geek nation and then now we're all here yeah. which is such a wonderful thing and it, and it speaks to uh, those moments and you've you've had them you've been in how long you've been in la now almost 20 coming up 20 years too myself yeah, I came well here i mean in you 1994 were, yeah it was uh, official when i got to usc usc so right, that's right, the official right. la so that's a long time long time yeah. i got here in 98 yeah. um and it's like uh your career takes different kind of successes, and you've made a movie, and sure, yeah. uh, I've had writing jobs here, production jobs here. We, you know, I've had some successes here and there on stage, whatever. Um, you, you can you can get lost when you're doing when you're in that forest searching, hmm. and then you look back, and the path seems clear. Yeah, I know. I look back, and yeah, you, know, you mentioned the movie. I thought mm-hmm. that was just the start of it all, and then it wasn't, and I had to go find work just like yeah. everybody. And um, bopping around, like you mentioned it, the production and yeah. and then having to, yeah, kind of the, the worst thing in the world or not the worst thing in the world that can lead you on this path as you uh, touched on. But like doing the movie, I did Gray Skies and I thought that was going to be it. But then having to realize, no, you still got to pay your dues. You're going to mm-hmm. do that on the side. And, oh, I'm going to go 
get my personal training certificate right, right. and learn become do, a trainer. Learn to do some push-ups. Yeah. Learn to do some push-ups, get some clients so that early in the morning I'm training some clients and then I'm done by a certain time so I can go push that movie and do right. that and do some festivals and all that kind of stuff. And then that led to the next thing and to the next right. thing and, and and then ultimately here. How, how do you face those moments when, like, you, you kind of touched upon it there when you, you're making this movie, Gray Skies, which you, you all still could find on demand out there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah you're making that movie and what you put your heart and soul into doesn't work out the way you thought it would. It's right. still there. It still exists. It's a movie people can watch. But like you just said, it didn't start what you thought it would start. No, and and that's going to happen a lot in this business. And uh, I always go to, like, you know, something Al Pacino said where he's like, he's never done learning this craft of acting. Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! Yeah, boys alive! So I get it, too. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of um, th- uh, thinking in that production where it was like, oh, this is going to be like the Blair Witch because it was a horror movie and it was shot for a very, very small budget. Right. And, oh, my God, do you think – I remember one of the producers looking at me and just absolutely believing it. She looked at me and said, how much do you think we're going to sell for this? <laughs> and I went – and in my mind, I had a number which was just above the budget of about $200,000. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a bit too big of a number. And I was just trying to be realistic. Sure. And she looked at me and absolutely went, no, I think we're going to get a million. And I went – God, that's a good number. I like that number. <laughs> and it didn't, number. Ha- it didn't happen that way. And so years removed from it, I can yeah. look at that thing. I cringe sometimes watching that thing, but I learned so much. I'm so proud mm-hmm. of that thing. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud that we did it. It's one of my first produced screenplays that I actually wrote myself. Yeah. But I look at it and I go, you know what? There are so many things I would have done differently if I could do it over again. Yeah. Probably wouldn't, but if I, I, I know what I would do. Well, that's preparing me for the next Thing. The next thing that comes in, and and again, it's like it's you. I guess you could look at it as a failure, or you could look at it as something that didn't quite work out. That you, like you said, you're learning from, and it sets you up for the next thing. Um, and 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 you had some things going on in your your life around the time too, or afterwards yeah. that totally set you back to zero. <laughs> and, and we we laugh, and I say it out of respect, but for the audience, like yeah, you you were you were on hard times. Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's you, here you are. You're you're around the same age as me. We're in our early forties now. <laughs> Cringe to say that Ugh. phrase. My back hurts. Yeah, um, but yeah, there was a point. I, I'll say, you know, oh, uh, I'm sure you don't mind, but it's like yeah, you, yes, had, you, you would have moved back in with your mom. Like you, were, <laughs> you were set. You, were, you had to go reset to zero late in life. I did because it, it that that movie. As much as I'm proud of it, it also led to my divorce. Let's mm. be honest yeah. here. I, I, you know, kids out there listening, I don't know if I would uh, work with your significant <laughs> other love, because things happen. Love but, will keep us together. Yep, now. not so yep. much. Uh, uh, but but you also learn. I mean, that was where I yeah. learned really truly who my ex truly was, and yeah. just we weren't a fit. And there, a big reason of that is because of the work relationship that we had. And sure, we, we disagreed a lot. In fact, she was the producer that looked at me and said, "Million dollars, we're going to sell it for." There you go. And I went, "You're crazy," <laughs> and not in a bad way. I, I no, 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 I, I will no, always no. admire her drive, always, yeah. always, but. Just realistically, but yeah, so that sets you back. You got to go. Not only did I live with my mother, I had to go live with Michael Cronaccia's mother for a little wow. bit. Had to move out, get my own place, and yeah. then fast forward. You know, then you're getting back on your feet after a painful divorce, yeah. where you're sharing not only a divorce, but you're also sharing a property and IP together. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's going on with that movie that we produced? <laughs> oh yeah, no money. Okay, great. And you move on, but then that yeah. that turned in, man, I dusted myself off pretty good there yeah. and uh, did have to live with my mother for a month. But the, yeah. the fun part about this, this is what I love about the Knapsack Files. Yeah. You just, you you just peel deep. back the curtain. You can peel back, baby. I'm living there with my girlfriend, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, 
we decided to move, and so we needed a place just for a month, and that yeah. was the lowest for me, I yeah. felt, because I was happy I'm going to be moving in with my girlfriend, but yeah. to set up shop at your mother's house, and then also to be struggling with work is just another level of, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, how? let me ask you this, how... How close did you come to saying, well, the dreams I, I had as a as a young man aren't coming to fruition. They're not working out. I'm pulling the plug. I'm going to go be an accountant or something like that. Yeah, I came real close, especially in that time uh, with my girlfriend who, as you know, mm-hmm. we met in Orange County. Yeah. And her her family and her, and including my family, they're all there. So there was a part of me that was like, you know what? I think I'm going to move to Orange County. Yeah. I'm going to set up shop with this wonderful woman, and I'm going to just, I don't know. I thought about uh, going back to school. I thought mm-hmm. about maybe being a teacher. I thought about, there's, um, I even thought about going, I grew up doing children's theater, wonderful, uh, called a Musical Youth Artist Repertory Theater that's based out of Orange County. I thought about going back to that, mm-hmm. maybe becoming a teacher, um, like a guest artist, so to speak. Thought about all those things. Thought about even going to my dad's law firm and going, hey, right. dad, you know, can I be a paralegal? Just something to get me going to where... I would just kind of set up shop. And then, man, things changed pretty fast. We, we did get yeah. our apartment together. And then that's when it was amazing. I talk about, Julie, about this with my girlfriend. There were mm-hmm. things that happened, both of us. We were p- kind of both going on this parallel career track where she got a bunch of um, uh, promotions. Right. And then I got my job at Geek Nation, which I thought was great. It was great mm-hmm. to get me you know, back into the, the world that we were doing here. And then that opened up the door for Collider. And before yeah. we knew it, we're both professionals working, going mm-hmm. um, full speed ahead. So, man, it's amazing how those things happen. Though. And then you look back and think, God, if I, if I, that's why you hold on for one more day. That's why Wilson Phillips sang it right. Yeah. Those three girls had it right. Hold on for one more day. I, I know. And I <laughs> held on for one more day. Maybe it was a week. I don't know. But it worked. I mean, yeah. but I always knew that even if I went back to Orange County mm-hmm. and – I would always the, the one thing I always try to find time to do is write, yeah. and that's the one thing that always keeps me coming back. I mean, I talk to you about it all the time. Yeah, we 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 take our walks around here with Collider, and just finding that time late at night or on the weekends to just do what I want to do, which is be a successful screenwriter producer. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. You st- and you that, still still have that dream. Oh, you still yeah. have that goal. I, I like to say goal instead of dream because dreams can go, dreams can fade. Yeah, goals, no, it goals is. Goals will remain or change and. and you find a path to make your goals. Absolutely. And it is. It is a goal. It is um, something mm-hmm. that I need to do that um, it's the one thing that, I mean, it's so amazing that we're writers here. And yeah, I yeah. love it because that's that's one to check, you know, that's the checklist that I wanted to make. You know, I'm going to do this. I always knew I was going to do this. And you look at what we're doing now, it shows that it happened. But mm-hmm. I'm still not satiated. I want to be able to finish my screenplay and have something else happened because I did manage to get an option with my writing mm-hmm. partner. We won some contests, which I thought was yeah, great. It's great. So stuff. that's opening the door a little bit more where I have this producer slash manager going, what else do you have? And I'm like, Oh, I got to get, I got to get to work, right. man. I never thought I'd have this problem. I'm so tired from writing at my day job <laughs> that I can't write at night. And it's like, because then I'm also having to write movie talk at early, yeah, yeah, early in the morning. And yeah. So yeah, you get up and then the audience, you know, you get up probably <laughs> five thirty, five forty five each day and, Ugh, and produce brutal. movie talk and, and then stuff to come write sketches and everything. Yeah. It's it's a good it's problem hard, to have. Hard though. life, yeah. Hard life, kids. Hard I know. <laughs> it, it it's so funny to think about is that I'm writing movie news, but yeah. it just becomes something you do, and I'm ex- I'm yeah. just very happy that. Yeah. I'm so you still have these these outside pursuits, and I think sometimes that's where I get lost. Where you know the Napsuck Files and Force Center is something I still do outside of my 
job. And I don't call Collider and I, I don't call Screen Junkies before that a day job because I left a day job, which was a field that I was good at, rose to the top of that or pretty yeah. high to the top, actually turned down a thirty-five dollars to $40,000 a year raise Ugh. to quit and um, for a new job, a new promotion within my company to, to to come to uh, to go to Screen Junkie. So, um, but I still, so I still, like you just said, oh, I'm too tired to write when I get home. Yeah. There's still that. There's, uh, we are the type of personalities and the type of industry where you always want more and that's a dangerous double-edged sword. Yeah, it really is. You got to find that balance, right? Yeah, because a million people would probably kill to be where we are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't really need to bitch about it anymore. And right. it's not that I'm bitching. It's just, it's just a sign that I want to always better myself. And this is... Yeah, I don't know why I called it my day job. That's so funny because well, this is the dream realized. Yeah, yeah. It really is. But we're not the working for the weekend type of people. Now, I will say you enjoy a nice uh, uh, boat trip on the weekend. I do. Some wine tasting with your wonderful uh, supportive girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, uh, I I admire that. I look at that. That's that's enjoying the spoils of uh, your success there, your jobs. But uh, what I mean by not working for the weekend is – is we're not Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, right. um, though technically those are our hours. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so we don't hit the weekend. Yay, let's go barbecue. It's like, no, we still got to write. Still got to do a podcast. Still got to do something. Yeah, that's that's what's so interesting because that's the one thing I do love. Um, the one thing. There's a lot of things. But Julie, um, <laughs> she really does. No, you only get one thing. Only love, one thing. Love your girlfriend. No. Yes. But she does remind me that the weekend's coming because she's yeah. a very active person. She's, she hits the gym every day. And then mm-hmm, the weekend mm-hmm. comes, it's either... Bike ride, hike, go swimming, go to the boat, and I'm like, oh, my God. And finding that balance of, like, having to go, I'm going to have to write first, which she can sometimes still look at me and go, eh? It's the weekend. Sure. What do you mean? We're working for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And And she, she, to be fair, she's younger than you, so she has a little more more energy. Yeah. Maybe it's- We're old dogs. She she is younger, and so she does have that Mm -hmm. energy. But she also gets it. She's like, all you have to do, Mark, is say- I'm doing this, and right. it's worked. The hard part is the weekend does roll around, and I go, you know what? I just want to just forget and right. just go out there. So nine times out of ten lately, I'm not writing. I'm going out. Yeah. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying the spoils, as you put it. And that's a good thing, but I need to find that balance because when you work as much as we do, these are long days. They're long days, and I was you were getting to where I was going to go to there with the balance because I struggle to relax. Yeah, um, if me I, too. I, I've literally had days where I sit down for – I'm going to take a nap. It's Saturday afternoon. I'm going to rest for 30 minutes, close my eyes. I'm real tired. And I end up getting up and recording a podcast in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, it's hard to relax because – there's something about it's like you feel guilty not working on things. Do you have do you have do you have that problem? Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, the the guilt is like it'll hit me like like I have my computer mm-hmm. and I have all my documents with Collider marked and all my other stuff, and I will see the current script I'm working on. I put it in my dock, mm-hmm. so it mm-hmm. stares me in the face. And there are times right. where I'm sitting producing movie talk and I see that dock just staring back at me, and I go, right. I haven't. Touched yeah. you in so long. It, that sounded weird. That yeah. sounded strangely erotic. <laughs> it's I haven't good touched you. Take that as a edit drop. Yeah, exactly. Show. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's sitting there taunting you almost. Yeah, but I, I did pull it up over uh, on Saturday and do, did about an hour. And that's the hardest part for writing yeah. is for me is just actually sit down and go bat it because I'm also kind of stuck at yeah. a moment where I just got to kind of work out some story details. So the work this weekend an hour and a half of it was kind of working on the next beat, the next right. section. And that, I went, okay, at least I did it. And then um, 
And then me and my girlfriend went off for a weekend. Right. So that's the balance. That's, that's the balance. It's hard. That's it's the, hard. I mean, I'm telling you, there's times I'll turn on a TV show or a video game, and I'm like, I, and I beat myself up for it. Yeah. And I'm sure not. The, I'm not the only one where it's like, you idiot, you're wasting everything, you're wasting your time, you're never going to make it because you're watching this TV show. What are you doing? Get yeah. up now. Win an Oscar right now. Yeah. Oh, that's, God, that's the, that's the balance, too, because... I was even before all this, you know, mm-hmm. when I was mm-hmm. waiting tables or um, doing personal training, you have this grandiose plan in your mind that, oh, once I sell this, yeah. then this will happen. And yeah. there are th- those are kind of fantasy elements. If right. you, like I had this. You're buying thought, the boat before you have the cash. Yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking, you know, me and Christian worked on the, the Masters of the Universe He-Man script. And that was just a blip in the radar here. We got pretty, yeah. we got decently far with it. I mean, you got it. close. You we could, got that close. could have been something. Yeah. yeah we, you know, we were close to me writing the script story by uh, Christian and, and along with me, I guess you could say. And right. I remember getting off the phone with a manager who had just said, I'm going to rep you for this. And I was really excited. And he, he said, well, it's over at Mattel now. And, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, Warner Brothers wants to do it, but Mattel has to sign off. And then, but we were talking about this. I remember walking around going, oh my God, there's going to be a bidding war for me and I'm going to be huge. And that's so stupid. Right. Because it just literally, literally fell apart like three days later. <laughs> and it was like, this manager was like, well, thank you. And I'm like, don't you want to know what else I'm doing? Like, nope, nope. He wanted, that was going to be, that was, it. That was going to be something that he was going to package and be able to do and get a commission and do these things. And I'm sure he would have then continued right. managing, but he's like, I saw your other um, sample. Mm. We can't do anything with it. Door is always open. It is. I mean, he's read stuff before or or after, but I was that thing fell apart in the blink of an eye. And I'm walking around saying there's going to be a bidding war. What kind of an asshole am I? That's that's crazy and a testament to this industry, which is also look. You can lose your job in other industries. You can lose your job in any career path. To be clear, but it's there seems to be success turns on a dime the wrong direction. I mean, I talk about I left my day job after 17 years. I almost left my day job after eight years Mm. uh, or so. Yeah, about eight years because our good friend Christian Harloff, who one of his his amazing strengths is is always bringing his friends along for the adventures. We thought we we were had a comedy tour. We thought we were going to, in a bus, filming it for like a reality show, going four or five comics, going to college campuses. It's going to be great. We had had meetings with this, with that. I even called my boss and said, I got, I'm giving you 30 days. Ooh, wow. And it, it fell apart because it just the way it does. And, yeah. and we were all disappointed and, and bummed out. And, had a, you know, luckily my boss is someone I've, I've known for most of the time of my career at that time. And was yeah. like, hey, don't worry. I definitely don't want to lose you anyways. But, yeah, and it just there was that – I thought I had that breath of fresh air. <laughs> Yeah. And then it goes away, and something you think is going to work doesn't work out. Yeah. Uh, and then hearing your He-Man story, being reminded of that He-Man story, because this was this was Warner Bros. This was big stuff. This was Your name was going to be in the trades, kid. Yeah, I, did. <laughs> I, uh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't seemed, believe it. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it makes me think about I, a question for you, Mr. Knapsack. When you had that offer on the table of a huge yeah. raise— could that have been the nail in the coffin for the, um, the the dream, as it were? Would that have been like you continue doing that? Um, no, it, it was so weird. And I've, I've told it on the Napsack Files recently, uh, and I uh, and I've heard it before, so I won't go into full detail. But basically, 
it, it it's so weird, and I because I have friends in all places, friends in low places. <laughs> so I have you know friends in the police department, friends in business, friends in pro wrestling, friends in there, friends in the entertainment industry. So it's different. You're a well-rounded, well-rounded person. individual, yeah. if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, so it's like you know, I had a group of friends. You know, I'd already pretty much said I'm leaving and going to Screen Junkies. Yeah. Defy Media is going to hire me. This is going to happen. I just hadn't officially told anyone above me in my company. And uh, this, it was a weird day mm. because I got the notice, got the, like, hey, from Andy Signore, this is good. We're moving forward with this. Let's talk about it and iron this out. And my boss, my vice president called me. I mean, we're talking five minutes later. Oh, my God. And, hey... And literally said, like, I know you have other things you like to do, mm. but, you know, uh, and this is someone who I, we had not had the best relationship. Not, not bad, not a bad person at all. We just, he, he was a tough guy to work for at times. And sure. I respected him a lot, hard worker. But so he was like, hey, so it was a lot for him to ask me. Yeah. And he was like, hey, uh, you know, what do you, where do you see yourself in five years? He, he literally asked me that question. I'm like, uh, hmm. What do you mean? He's like, where do you see yourself with us in five years? And in my head, I wanted to answer, like, even without screen junkies in the picture, I wanted to answer far away from here. <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> yeah. but I also had thought that two years in the job, five mm-hmm. years in the job, 10 years on the job, 15 years on the job, I got the big promotion to where I had, was at the time of this phone call. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. What do you got? You know, it's like that thing when someone calls you, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. Whoa, what are you asking Why, me to do? What are you do? doing? <laughs> yeah, I got to vet this yeah. plan, whatever it is. And long story short, I said, well, I've kind of got something. He could tell there's some hesitation in my voice. And he goes, you're, you're going to tell me you're going to quit, aren't you? <laughs> and I was like, well, well, Randy, yeah, I actually got something I'm working on. I actually just got an email. I'm mm. waiting to call you and Nick, who is technically my supervisor. And he's like, well. He's like, I haven't told you and Nick yet. And he's like, well, I'm calling to offer you to replace Nick because Nick is leaving to take another job. And uh, I was like, well, well, and he immediately said, here's the here's the figure. Okay, And it was going to push me close to to six figures. And, um, you know, that's a small number in L.A. at times. But obviously it. And so, yeah, I had that moment of it wasn't for the money. Like, I'm going to go get a Ferrari and a boat. It was like. I could pay off my debt. I could live. I could breathe. I could. I could. Yeah, there's all the things I'm working for. So yeah, and and so go to the original train of thought here on this monologue I've got going on. Um, uh, all my friends in the entertainment industry, and I, I think you, you, among you and Christian and everything, were just like, no, you don't even think about it. Mm. You know, because it had been building up too for a couple of days, and 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 um, I said, I told my boss, I said, let me give me couple of days mm-hmm. and i legitimately was like i need that couple of days to sort through mm-hmm. um because screen the, the you and i talked these these jobs these digital media jobs they fade away yeah yeah and i remember i mean i turned this around on you on the interview and, oh, and asked because i remember you telling you've me been on the this. show enough that you can ask me questions there it is i love it <laughs> but yeah i remember you telling me this because we were i, I was getting ready to go over to geek nation i think right. we were starting we were coming from after buzz we mm-hmm, were, we were mm-hmm. still doing schmoes trying to make that work hoping yeah. that schmoes would open doors like it did and uh, I remember you telling me about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's tough. It's tough. It, it's, it's tough to think about because yeah. there is something interesting about, you know, having that, uh, and it's not the money, but having that um, kind of uh, stability. That, that stability, yeah. I, I, I mean, I know what that feels like because yeah. having the, the, the stability I have now with a mm-hmm. year behind me with Collider, it wasn't there with my mm-hmm. personal training, with the movie, with Scary. the, the, the the jumping from job to job to job, yeah. it can really, I mean, it aged me probably 10 years. 
because I just was, oh my god, mm-hmm. it's it's awful. So I know that feeling. No, and and yeah, and and then I had all the friends on the business side and the police side who are like, "What are you crazy? You take that raise. You never, yeah. you never, rarely on." This side of the world, mm. this kind of the, the business world or the regular world, you know, entertainment industry, yeah, you might sell a script and suddenly you got a million dollars. Sure. Uh, not as prevalent as it was in the 90s or, mm. or late 80s, but that can happen. Um, but in this world, you don't get that. Yeah. And you Very need to true. do it. And mm-hmm. friends straight up tell me you need to do it. And I had, I had that thought in the, in the end. Uh, um, obviously chose to go screen junkies. I remember I got in the car heading down to Comic-Con that year. Oh, And yeah. Harloff picks me up and... Uh, we just had the, we we're listening. on Carlos Harloff's got some great music. He always, always has some cool songs to play. Mm-hmm. And we're in the car driving down. We're listening to some inspirational songs. Like, hey, we're going to take over the world this year, you know. And he's kind of like, he, he, you know, I'd already officially signed on with Screen Junkies. It wasn't announced. And um, he says to me, he's like, you did good, kid. You did good. <laughs> I'm proud of you. You made the right decision. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you don't look back. But, um, you know, it's it's tough, though. It comes those moments. And we're old men now. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I no, say it, we're still young, but the gray in our beard says otherwise. It, it There's does. those moments you look back; it's like these do or die moments, and you in your you know mom's house and you know supportive situation for a short time um, with a girlfriend. God, but you know you could have you could have gone, and it's not the wrong route. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes the safer route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was safe uh, in the sense that I was able to save rent for at least a month. Right. Um, but then it was also very dangerous for my psyche because of living with your mother sure. at the age that I was with my girlfriend, which, yeah. God bless her, she did it. Yeah, let's give a lot of credit to Julie. <laughs> Jeez, I can't believe she She's did it. She's got a – she fell in love and stayed with a jobless homeless man. <laughs> and would come out – she would go to work and I would be, oh, I'm going to do whatever. And she would come out and there's my mother sitting on the chair. So what are you doing today? Are you always going in this late? <laughs> And I'm like, like Julie got to a point where she's like, your mother is asking me these questions. And I'm like, welcome to living with my mother. She's like, so you always go in this late? And it's like, yeah, I'm the manager. I can do what I want. I'm going to do this me. and this. And she's just sitting outside That's our bedroom. Great. You know, it was a crazy time. That's awesome. But she stuck through it. She stuck through with she, you. She stuck through it. She knew, um, you know, that, that that there was the bigger, yeah. you know. That's what's great about Julie. She can actually look past. She would even tell me. She's like, this is just for now, Mark. Why are you so freaking out? And it's like, no, I'm going to die any day now. I'm going to burst in flames and vampire bats are going to fly out of my head. And she's like, really? Because you know what? In two weeks we're moving. And I'm yeah. like, oh, but no, but then vampire bats. And what? I, you're right. <laughs> you're really afraid of vampire bats. I don't know why. Maybe because we just did uh, Collider Nightmares. So. Oh, could be. That's the best show on the internet, man. Yep. Um, <laughs> So yeah, man, I love it. I mean, it's so so weird in this path. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, this where you and I are right now, mm. sitting uh, in the offices of Collider Video, working on the awesome Tacular show, which I hope you're all checking out out there. If you have Rise and Go ninety, please do. Uh, or the sketches get released Good a little bit later over there. on the Collider Video YouTube channel. Um, you know, like that. This path really started when you took a job at California Pizza Kitchen. God, I and know. Met Christian George Harloff. I met Christian at yeah. California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah. I never thought that this would, I mean, yeah. I had the same, th- that saying that I met Christian at California Pizza Kitchen, same thing yeah. when I was, we were working on the Masters of the Universe script, right. the He-Man script. It's, yeah. it's the same kind of thing. He was always Christian Harloff. I mean, this guy's yeah, yeah. been scheming since day one. Yes. And when I say scheming, I mean, he's got a plan and he wants to do it and 
Yeah, me and him, and now Brett Sheraton, who a yeah. uh, wonderful person on the new sh- on the show, new show, but he's <laughs> fairly new now on the show. But we would all be running around talking Star Wars and talking about what we're doing. And Christian saw something in me, and I saw something mm-hmm. in him, and we got along famously. And yeah, we very much. I remember sitting. Probably this is before your comedy tour thing happened, yeah, yeah. but we were going to do some comedy it was, it was, sketch yeah, that writing. That was 2006, and, so yeah. Yeah, it was around, maybe it was, no, it was probably a little bit sooner than that. It was probably mm-hmm. maybe 2002 or three. Right, I can't okay. remember. But, yeah. um, and then that kind of stopped, and then you probably had your experience, and yeah. then, I don't know, he just said, uh, I can't remember what it was, he got a hold of one of my scripts when he was at yeah, um, yeah. Joel Silver, and then that just kind of launched over there but yeah it also it did start with california yeah, it's, it's so weird those those journeys through through life you know you don't know and i i, I think my knapsack files listeners probably get tired of me saying it where i'm always like look at you don't know mm-hmm. you don't know where you are you're in that forest you if you have these goals and this is to any any place any career any any this and that i mean uh, my friend paul's a a police sergeant, a lot of it has to do because we met on a graveyard shift and I helped get him promoted to uh, a, a, another rank in the security industry where if I he had been promoted and I hadn't believed in him, yeah. he would have gone another direction. And he always goes back to that thing and that led to this and that led to that. Yeah. I mean, it's prevalent anywhere. And yeah. and that is another lesson to look back into. Uh, when you're in that force, you look back and that path becomes clear and who you met here and who you met there. And it speaks to your day. You know, Christian's driven and is going to bring his friends but you know, if you're you're not worthy of that drag along, he's not going to bring you. Exactly. So no. take some credit here, Mark. I, you're I will. A good and, guy. Well, Christian, Christian always jokes. Sometimes he's like, he's like, hey, who got you? Up? Who got you over here? And I always just fire right back. Well, you open the door. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's because you have to, and I'm sure Christian will laugh yeah, at that. Yeah. But you have to know that, like, yeah, he did. He gave me a great opportunity. Yeah, he yeah. did open the door. Yeah, I got to yeah. do the rest. I'm not going to just walk in and be well. Yeah, that's slub. It, yeah, that's not a that's not a, a nip at him. That is a, a reminder to to you and all of us. Because I always say, like, I would occasionally at my at my old job, I would hire in friends, mm-hmm. um, and this is just the security industry. But it's like some of those would end up being disappointments and and hires because it's like they're hurting my reputation. Absolutely, um, and it works in here too look at and the industry we make fun of adam sandler but i think adam sandler's really good at bringing mm-hmm. his friends and mm-hmm. that can be good and bad i get it but but it happened you know sports baseball teams a, a coach a coach a batting coach for the marlins becomes a manager for the dodgers he's going to bring players and coaches he knows over because yeah. it's 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 a certain loyalty thing and you don't want to get locked into it you always want to try to bring in new talent new people sure uh and i think that's a lot of what you see going on in hollywood too with the the diversity issue is like hey it's not it's not just about a race or gender thing it certainly is but it's like new voices new faces yeah at the same time the flip side is it's like I think it's really important to craft these 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 connections and these loyalties, and see them to the end. Storm the castles, they'd say in Princess Bride. Yeah, and we keep going to this this schmoes uh, the schmoes no sh- movie show that we were a part of. Yeah. When these positions opened up, and it's not just me, it's not just you, it's not just right. Makuga, it's a lot of these kids now that are over here. Kids. They were right. They are yeah. kids with some of them, yeah. but they're they were right for the job, and there's mm-hmm. there's a reason why they're here and. They didn't leave after a week or two weeks or whatever because yeah, yeah. they're all good. Cody and yeah. Comster and, yeah, and RB3. RB3. RB3 was like 13 when we started the show. And now he's a 14. Nine. He's 14. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. God, that kid is so young. I keep forgetting yeah. he's 19. Yeah. Holy and crap. And we, we open that door and they, they earn their keep. And I think that's another thing too is, is earning your keep and, yeah. and get in here. Yeah, I can get brought over here to Collider. But if I, uh, you know, sit on my uh, sit on my ass, take naps on this couch, though we do have a nice couch in this office. I'm thinking about and, a nap. And today. I have taken a nap on there. Yeah. 
towards the end of the workday, folks. I'll have you know. Um, but yeah, you got You got to earn that keep. You know, we talked about. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about this. You would talk about uh, Christian Harloff and his passions. His his biggest passion right now is, of course, the movie trivia Schmodown. Yeah, Schmodown. For the Knapsack Files listeners who don't already know about the Schmodown, and, and I actually believe there could be a few of you. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, if you like movie trivia and and you can and you like pro wrestling or at least can tolerate it, <laughs> this is the best combination of those two things. And, it really is. Uh, it's over on Collider Video. We release episodes Tuesday and Friday, and it is growing in popularity in large part. Uh, number one, because of Christian's driving passion, but number mm. number two is the cast of characters, mm. and you being one of the more prominent figures i guess i am mark yodi riley sure i um, love it and you are you're interesting because you 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 always hate the idea of performing and going into this going in and then you win and you come out of it and you're a killer god it's some <laughs> i know i'm back on the oh do i really have to do this again <laughs> and then yeah you know i got a match coming up and yeah. i'm like oh it's gonna really and then I, if i do win i'll be like yeah let's do this <laughs> Yeah, it's such a that thing. That speaks to your larger personality, what we were talking about earlier, too, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, I am very competitive. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. lie. i got to win these things. I do. I want to win every single time. And yeah. then I forget that it's movie trivia, and that's just movie <laughs> trivia. We don't need to. <laughs> but once you get there, once, once get Roka's there. talking smack to you, once oh, it's wait. happening. Well, now I've taken a different approach with Mr. Roka. What is that like, approach? Well, that can guy you can, share it here? Yeah, that guy can talk all the shit he wants. I'm going to put it right back at him now. <laughs> Because I there was there was a very long time. This is my third match with the guy. Right. There was a very long time where he would just kind of do his you know he did, his mouth just opened and I would just gloss over. I'm like, oh look, the mummy trailer. Right. You right. know whatever. And then now I'm like, no, no, no. I'm gonna no, go no. right back at you. Get right, right back at him, man. Because it's so much fun, and I'm seeing how the league is becoming this thing with these wonderful people. Now you too, my friend. Sure, you yeah, are yeah, there. Rachel, you made a I... hell of a showing nerds with watch. the nerds watch, yeah. and you were like killing it in the first round of questions but i love seeing that because the the it's a show Mm -hmm. and we know that it's fun it's wrestling it's you know these big personalities and sure sometimes maybe we're shit talking sometimes we're forming alliances but at the end of the day you got to know your stuff and that's where it's unscripted you got to walk in and know your stuff oh yeah because if you because and that's where it gets you because yeah uh, you know, Roka is a beast. He is so good at, at his movie trivia, but I know yeah. I'm good too, and I know I can take him. But then, man, we were just at WonderCon, and I got inundated with people going, you could do it. You could beat Roka. <laughs> and I'm sitting there laughing, going, oh, he's one of my good friends. I well, know. I hope. I hope. I mean, I know it's working. The reason I know this whole show is working, and, and I think there's good things coming for the Schmodown. I mean, stuff we know of behind the scenes. It's just what I believe in it now is, and not now, I always did. I, I believe in Christian but uh, from, the, from the start. But it's like, you see it working, because I've, I've run into fans, not mm. just at conventions. I've run into Matt Key and, and his wife, Brittany. We ran into some fans in Pasadena on mm. St. Patty's Day, and they just had a lot to say about the Schmodown. And, yeah. and it's not just, again, it's, it's movie trivia. And that's mm-hmm. fun because people like trivia, bar yeah. trivia, pop culture trivia. Um, you know, I love the video game Buzz on, on uh, PS3, PS4. Cause you can have fun playing that. Mm. Um, so people love that. Yeah. But this idea of the characters and the people and the personalities is what's starting to grab. Because when I'm stopped by these fans, uh, of fans of the show, I should say, not, not of me, but fans of the show, they're, uh, it isn't like, oh, that question about Labyrinth. We love that. It's like, oh, man, Baby Caratellis is our favorite. Oh, yeah. classy Clark Wolf. We love her. And then this I ran into this one girl, and she was like, oh, who's that guy who wears the cowboy hat, thinks he's like an outlaw? Like, oh, John Roca. I want to punch him. Oh, yeah. 
And then I was at a wrestling show the other night, and one of uh, one of my colleagues in the industry I hadn't seen for a couple of years, and he came up to me. He was like, "Oh man, I am such a big fan of the Schmodown. Oh, oh, I God. love the Outlaw John Roca because I love the Four Horsemen thing, and I yeah. love all that." So, and and you've been able to craft kind of a, it's an extension of who you are. It's kind of a fan favorite, right? I guess, yeah. I it, no, I, as I've been going deeper in this league and seeing what's happening with the you know the John Rocas or the Four Horsemen that are coming out, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm the opposite. I'm the I'm the hero. I'm the guy that's gonna. I'm gonna take on this bully. Did you and want to be the hero? Always? I it, like it's it's a it's a heavy mantle. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to carry it and uh, and wear it well. Yeah. I never thought it would be this way. I thought you know John Rocco is very uh, popular and as as well as he should be because he's a phenomenal performer in that league. Yeah, good at what he does. Um, and I love taking him on. It's a good rivalry. I love going after him because I know I can beat him. And right. then to hear. It it felt pretty straight down the middle during our WonderCon yeah, yeah. appearance, where I was like, "Who's do you think it's Riley or do you think it's Roca?" And I was very surprised that yeah. that, that it felt like there was a good healthy mix of both at fifty fifty. Yeah, there might be a little bit more who roots for the villain, but you know, I'm 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 looking at that going, yeah, yeah. you know what, Roca, you're a bully. You need to be stopped. You bully Emma Fife, yeah. who's one of my favorite people now. Yeah. You bullied her. You said some mean things to her. You know what? I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna. You know what? You can keep beating me all you want. I'm gonna get back up, and I'm gonna keep doing it because that's what a hero does. <laughs> and I love. And it's true, and I love it. And it's it's become a, a lot yeah. of fun. It's it, become a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great to see you've kind of a. Not, you've always been a performer. You have that background, but to uh, guess, see a lot know. of people come into their own in in the showdown too. It's, yeah. it's you know I look at what like say Miss Movies has done. Brian Chandler, yeah, who yeah. Um, uh, is is a uh, you know was a, a shy girl when I first met her, a shy a shy, nice, quiet, polite mother, yeah. and now she's turning into uh, she's got a big match coming up with Perry, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Perry Nemiroff that uh, is not out there yet. Uh, she she's a killer now. She's, yeah. she's got this this personality's coming out. I I get to tag team uh, with the movie uh, trivia tag team division with 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 uh, Rachel Cushing, who's a quiet. Wonderful, intelligent editor sits a, in a in a room, quiet, yeah. and she's now this per- crusher persona who just comes in and crushes the competition, and that is fun to watch. It's so fun to watch, especially Rachel, who I have special place in my heart for her in particular. She's running Schmo's No. I was able to mm-hmm. give her the um, the yeah, yeah. the mantle to that help help with that, and then for to see her take off right. and do that. Was amazing. Right. Absolutely. Um, um, you, yeah, you, who you are, uh, is, you don't know who you're going to get until you get into that ring. I know. <laughs> you the, don't well, know the who. lights will. The lights will. Uh, you know, a lesser man has yeah, yeah. has fallen to his knees under the lights because <laughs> you forget things, and it happens all the time because you forget a, a question. Yeah. And if the Schmodown God isn't on your side, or the wheel of faith, is, or yeah. the wheel of destiny, whatever it is, because that's another big component that a lot of these fans, I don't think they look at yeah. the luck of the draw with these questions. Yeah, yeah. You're choosing three numbers at the end. You're spinning a wheel. If you yeah. spin movie release date and you're not Scott Mance, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it. You're done. Yeah. It, it, especially if you're going against a, a John Rocco or even a Dan Merle or a right. Bibiani, a Christian Harloff, you yourself, Mark yeah. Ellis, these are Josh McCuga even. Yeah. Something I didn't get to say on the panel was that, you know, we all did the first round of these things. We're all still here doing it, and we're still some of the bigger names in this in this league, yeah. which is so fun to that's, watch. That's crazy. Oh my God. Crazy. So as, as we come to uh, around the corner of the bend on this episode here, Mark, I want to come back to you, go back to maybe the beginning of this conversation. But I'm going to ask you the question I was asked. Ooh. But in life. Okay. Where do you see yourself in five years? If 
Five years, I'll definitely have sold a screenplay. Okay. I have that knowledge. I have that faith. I have that feeling Mm -hmm. because there's something interesting. I'm going to go back. I always knew I'd be doing this. I don't know how. And I've had so many. We talk about the false starts, the the backs, the the going back. Close calls. Close calls. There's going to be a bidding war for my He-Man that I didn't even create. It's just I'm looking at a toy, and I'm creating my own yeah. story from that. Bidding war, my ass, Riley. Um, but there's always something that I felt like mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be doing this. I had that feeling when I did. Uh, I was able to do the Star Wars trilogy in 30 minutes. Yeah. Performed for George Lucas. That was yeah. amazing, a, a bucket list thing. And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. And then with the He-Man thing, again, I had that feeling. And then now, especially with Collider and being able to write, I just feel like... In in the middle of all this collider wonderfulness, I was able to win a screenplay conversation uh, conversation Com- <laughs> conversation, conversation of course, sure. um, and um, you know get it optioned and, and mm-hmm. have it going to actually talent, which I can't even believe. Mm-hmm. So five years, I'm gonna probably be married and probably have uh, some screenplays under my belt, and hopefully one of those is a movie in mm-hmm. the cinema. I love that, and I love that you dropped the M word because that's an entire different conversation. That's a bigger. That's another conversation. That's a bigger conversation. Yeah. But glad to see you potentially, maybe <laughs> jumping back into that ring after you were in it in a ring of fire. Yeah, it was a ring of I'll fire. Feel you. Yeah, that is another long conversation, but I've come around on it. I sure have. Uh, which is another interesting journey, Mark Riley. You were always one of the best people around, and and a great interview because you've you've. Uh, You've loved and lost. You've learned. You've failed and succeeded. It's all there. So uh, tell the fine folks where they can find you. Well, thank you, Ken. Uh, find me at Riley Around on Twitter and Instagram. You'll see everything I'm doing on there. I will share it with you all. Absolutely. That is it. The Knapsack Files is, of course, on Stitcher, Podomatic, and iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you can. And we have the Patreon page, which is up. You get exclusive uh, content and participate in polls and Q&A sessions and all those wonderful things because I love you all who have reached out to support. But I love every one of you. You're supporting me no matter what just by listening. So uh, that is it. Until next time, uh, for Cal, Mark, and myself. We'll see you. Bye.